With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare oh what's going on everybody hope you're enjoying your saturday i'll tell you what big man tiger woods the story through the first two rounds unfortunately not a great day in round three, but to just be where he is is amazing. And uh, it's one of the biggest stories of the entire Masters tournament, man. What did you think about this whole thing? Uh, it was good to see him back out there playing. Um, you know, Tigers had a, a, a heavy road uh, the last 10 years. And just to see him get back out there and start playing again, uh, you could tell he's in pain. He's laboring. Yeah. I mean, he could barely walk, can't bend down, can't read the greens. You know, doesn't have the power on his swing that he, he usually had. So it, just to see him out there, I, I get it. But whenever you see the greats struggle, it, it's painful a little bit to watch, you know? Yeah. First two rounds, pretty good, right? He had the one under first day. Then he was just two over par in the second round. So plus one through two, two rounds. I mean, there was a lot of of uh, doubt that he would make the cut, and he easily made the cut. But then you know, round three was tough, a six over 78, and uh, it was a cooler day. I can't feel good for the old leg right there, right, with after the car crash. And I don't know that people like, – it's a right tibia and fibula that was – I don't for the squeamish people out there, you know, I'll speak softly, but it was – it was like going through the skin. Like, that's how bad his leg injury was. He was bedridden for three months. He was in the hospital for almost a month. Doctors considered amputation. Like, this is an amazing story. I know you could look at the leaderboard and say, ah, six over in round three. But just for him to be here, it was just a couple of weeks ago there was speculation that he might play at this tournament. And I I was like, many, I was like, I don't know about that, man. That seems awfully quick. And here he is. So just the storyline to even be back there as a, after a 17-month absence, 
and threw two rounds to be plus one. That's pretty good, man. That is pretty good. It's a great story. And, you know, I'm I'm sure Tiger, being the competitor he is. Sure. He's not interested in the story. Nah. Um, But for, you know, normal humans. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> it's, it, it, you know, it's pretty miraculous. Uh, but someone who's competed at that, that higher level when you, you come back and it's just not the same. And, you know, mentally he may be there. And golf is, 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 a, is a large part uh, mental. All professional sports are, but really golf because it's really you in the course. Uh, not necessarily playing uh, the other competitors a- until the final round and you're chasing some da- or someone down or they're chasing you down. But, it, you know, the first two, three rounds, it's usually you in- versus you. Mm-hmm. The elements in the court and uh, the course – and so for him and, and watching him, and yeah, he ended with two bogeys and a double bogey because you can literally see his body start to break down. Yeah, You can see the pain. And, and what happens there is mentally you try to convince yourself it's fine. And we've seen him when the master's limping. And, and, and so there's an expectation there. But like you said, this may have been too soon. But at least he knows the benchmark where he is, what his body can do, how he can push his body, and what he d- needs to do moving forward mm-hmm. to to regain some of that championship stamina. And and uh, it, it's it's a positive. I look at it as a positive. Yeah, I do too. I thought one of the coolest things about this whole tournament for Tiger. I thought it was a new appreciation. I think he had a, a new appreciation for golf. Because, again, doctors were talking about amputation. I'm sure there were many parts, many points where he thought, am I going to golf again? And so to be back here after all that rehab, all that time, there's a new appreciation. You hear it in the interviews. Like, Tiger's smiling. He's jovial. Do you think Tiger would be like this if he was plus six after a round, like, smiling? He would be mad at the world. But there is. There's a new appreciation for golf because it was almost taken away after that car crash. And I also think the cool thing that meshes the two worlds together, I think the fans, they have a new appreciation for Tiger because we thought that he might never golf again. So with those two things coming together, I I thought it was really cool for these first three days of the Masters. Uh, It was great. It was great. And and look, there's a lot of golf left in in Tiger. He's 46 years old. Um, Of course, your body heals slower. Uh, as you get up in age, trust me, I'm 45, and it feels like uh, my body just completely stopped healing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 so um, I, I get it. And, you know, people don't really realize, people, unless you play golf, you don't really realize how how tedious and how hard golf is on your body. Yeah, just taxing. It's just very taxing, and nobody's in the cart. They're walking this course, man. Right. They're walking this course. It's a big course. Yeah. And, and think about all those back injuries, Tiger. Yeah. Every time everything. I see, yep. every time I see him just teeing off, I'm like, my goodness. Like, there's just a lot of wear and tear. You don't associate it with golf compared to some other sports, but bro, it is there. It is absolutely oh, there. The, the back, the hip, the knees. Yeah. Right, the, those three things in alignment with each other are often out of alignment. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when you play as much golf at the at the level uh, the Tiger has played or a, any of these professional golf golfers have played, it, it's just hard to keep all of that aligned. It, it really is. Yeah. And then when you add uh, injury, accidents, and, and, and injuries outside uh, of the, the the course of golf, then, yeah, I mean, the bodies yeah. eventually will turn off. Right. Like, literally, Absolutely. the switch will just go off. Yeah. And as far as the leaderboard is concerned, for people that are interested in that, you know, like, <laughs> Scotty Scheffler, oh, by the way, is leading at minus 10. I don't think anybody, I think people, the majority of the people outside of, you know, the family and fans of the yeah. top five. Or well, someone who gambled on Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, like, like, yeah, well, who would do that at the, at the beginning? It's looking like a even, good bet right now. Yeah, but where, where would it come from? Did we, did we forecast this before? <laughs> no, right? Family's gambling on him. Just you know? pick this guy. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the world was really watching to see uh, oh, Tiger and what, he, what totally. he brought to the table. There's no doubt about it. And he provided a lot of storylines, man. It is. It's, it's great, great to see him it's back. It's great for golf. Yeah. You got me really watching is. golf again. You know I'm I'm only watching the Tiger playing, period. <laughs> so what what's the on, on the agenda tomorrow now that he's out of contention? I just still want to I, I want to just watch him and see how he plays. Yeah. How a night okay. of rest and, and and what type of rehab he did and, and and if he can continue to 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 play. Yeah. You know, we got to talk Brian Noni from Salam with you here on Fox Sports Radio. We got to talk about your boy LeBron. Because if two things here, one, LeBron, and I'll go through the whole timeline here in a few minutes, but he sat out the last couple of games while the Lakers were still in contention, still in contention, hanging by a thread to make it to the play in tournament. Right. And he didn't play against the Phoenix Suns, had that ankle sprain, although he played two games prior. And I look at that and I'm like, man, dude. And I compare that to Tiger Woods. Tiger is out of contention. Tiger had this mangled leg that took months and months to recover from. You mentioned it. You can see his body breaking down. He'll be out there tomorrow. Yeah, Even will. though he's not in contention, he's not going to say, well, I'm going to phone it in. I can't win this thing, so let's call it a day and we'll get him next time. He'll be out there. Look, you you can't convince me that LeBron James and AD didn't want this season to be over. You can't convince me that they right. didn't want to play in the play-in tournament. Yeah, you I hear can't you. convince me that they wanted to play in the playoffs. Yeah. When we got to a certain point, um, you can just see it. It's it, you. You can as as a a, uh, a person with their cognitive factors in place, you can see it. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my ankle. Soreness. Uh, oh, I think I might be sick. Oh, uh, uh, you know, the excuse after excuse after excuse. Once they realized that they were scraping the bottom and there was no clawing out of it, they wanted this thing to be over as fast as possible. They don't want to go into a play in. Yeah. They don't want to win uh, two play in games and then have to face <laughs> uh, the Phoenix Suns and get boat raced. Right. They want it to be over now. They have vacation plans and all of that, and they have for several weeks now. You can't tell me that if you're on the verge of being eliminated from the playoffs and you decide you're going to – against the team you're playing. Right. You're going to sit out that game? You're not going to win that game? Ask yourself, what would the the all-time great competitors wow. that we know in this sport – what would Jordan have done? Right. What would Kobe have done? 
What would Kevin Garnett have done? That's what you have to start asking yourself. Yeah, right? I'm when with you, you. When you compare LeBron James to the greats and some people who I don't agree with their arguments say he's the best to ever do it, that is false. Right, you know I mean? it is. Because the bo- the best that ever does it goes out on a shield. Yeah. And you didn't see that. No. You had LeBron. It's funny. What? They laughing on the sidelines dressed yeah. in, in – and fifteen thousand dollar outfits <laughs> and, right. and two hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry on. They're laughing it's and eating pathetic. candy and uh, like it that's a, that's to me as a former professional athlete. That's a disgrace to the game. Yeah, and we've seen this many times on a, in a good way. LeBron has bionic ankles. I've seen LeBron twist ankles, roll ankles, stay in games. He played two games prior, so he played forty minutes. He had 38 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists against the Pelicans. And then he sat out against Denver. And then in a do-or-die scenario, sat out against the Suns. There is no way you can convince me that he could not have played. If that's a big playoff game, of course he, of course he of could course. have been out there. Of course. And he chose not to. It's just so weak. It's weak. Yeah, it, it is. And and I, I think um, uh, I, I, I as a Laker fan a diehard Laker fan, I'm I'm upset. I'm sad because, you know, you put a team together that you want and they wanted this, and then you bail on it when it doesn't go your way. Right. That sounds like my seven-year-old. Yeah. That sounds That's like right. my seven-year-old. It does. Now, what would you say either to your seven-year-old or a new school person that has this mentality of, hey, man, we could see the handwriting on the wall. Lakers weren't going anywhere. Why am I going out there when my ankle's not 100%? Well, how about Tiger? What if Tiger said, you know, I'm not going to win this thing. What's the point? I just had this hideous car accident. My leg is yelling at me right now. What's the point of going out there? What would you say to a person that was thinking those things? That's not the mentality, right? Now, if, if, if LeBron James has reached ultimate success, so I, you can't question his ability to be successful. But what I can question is right now in the present day, his ability his ability to lead a team with four future Hall of Famers on it. Mm-hmm. To be at the least the 10th best, best team in the Western Conference, at the least, the bare minimum. Yeah. Right? Like to me – and then to sit on the sidelines and and goof around and laugh and do all of that, it, it just a bad. It's a bad look. It's horrible. I would say it's a to anybody look. who's like, "What's the point?" I would say you see it through. You finish what you start. Always. You, you know? cannot stop. Yeah, when things get tough, you know that's life. Are you just gonna as soon as something gets tough, you're gonna be like, you know what? Nah, it's not really going my way. I'm going to exit stage left here. It's like you're not going to get anywhere in life if that's your M.O. And you got to remember, this is why Jordan, this is why Kobe, Garnett, this is why these guys were revered. Right. Right. Other teams, other Miami has retired the number 23 attaining in the rafters in honor of Michael Jordan because of what he meant to the game and what he brought every time he was on court. Like, there, there is something to be said. The Stocktons, the Malones, these guys who, it, no matter what, would show up and, and finish it out. Yeah. And, you know, that's why 
you know, Kobe will always be Kobe. Think about that. His moment was going to the free throw line with a busted Achilles. That was Kobe. Like That is the definition of seeing it through. And LeBron's with the cool glasses and the old school Lakers t-shirt while they're getting eliminated against the Suns. Like, come on, man. And, and not even that. I mean, coming off that Achilles in years, what, what was it, 17? Yeah, he was up there for sure. Right? In yeah. year 17 and then fighting back and, and finishing finishing his 20-year career out and his last game he dropped 60? Yeah, right. Those yeah. teams that they were on, those teams weren't going to the – like. No. But he was fighting. Yeah. It meant everything to him. It, that's what it – that's what – Takes you to another level, man. Wasn't That's making how it a goes. bunch of movies. Right. Wasn't doing like you know, yeah. basketball yeah. was everything, and I want my greatest, yeah, to to want it more than I want them to, uh, to have it. About the grind, you can tell someone who's about to grind and someone who isn't. It's that simple. We're brought to you by one of our favorite cities, Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. No one does sports like Vegas, and the excitement is endless. So make sure to plan your trip today at visitlasvegas.com. All right, coming up next, some really sad news and an insensitive remark. We'll debate about that. I'm Brian No, He's he from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Brian No, He's he from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. You had to have some love for Bone back in the day, right, big man? Still do. Okay, still do. It hasn't faded. Who is your favorite member of Bone Thugs and Harmony? You got to be Lazy Bone. Really? I go crazy myself. You go crazy, I go lazy. You go lazy. Hey, to each his own, you know? No problem with that. Great group. Some really good songs back in the day. So some really, really sad news. 
We have Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins. He died early Saturday morning. He got hit by a truck in South Florida. Only 24 years old, big man. Very sad. Terrible. And uh, he's gone. A lot of well wishes, obviously. And, you know, heartfelt. I liked what T.J. Watt tweeted. He tweeted, uh, the world lost a great person today. When Dwayne first walked into the locker room, I could tell. He was an upbeat guy. He was always making people smile, never taking life for granted. His impact on me will last forever. Um, You're seeing that all over the place. What really stood out to me, Ohio State football, they tweeted out a picture of Dwayne Haskins, and the text just read, leader, legend, forever a Buckeye. And then it had the years that he lived, and it said 1997 to 2022. And it's just like, holy cow, man. Just to see those numbers it's just amazing that he's gone at 24 years old tragic yeah, yeah it's sad um oh it was heartbreaking seeing that today um you know so young um so much life to live yeah but it it puts things in perspective you know you we don't know how much time we have that's right, yeah. And we have to make the best of what we do have because prom- tomorrow is not promised for yeah. anybody. Now, this was the insensitive tweet from Adam Schefter. He's been taking some heat for this. And it just reads, Dwayne Haskins, a standout at Ohio State before struggling to catch on with Washington and Pittsburgh in the NFL, died this morning when he got hit by a car in South Florida. Now, some people are looking at that and saying, All right, not the greatest wording, but let's not go crazy here. Some people are really taking offense to it. I mean, look, I think it's insensitive. It could have been worded a lot better. I don't think you delete a tweet just for no reason. You know, you might have looked at the the criticism and say, you know, I didn't quite get this right. And I look at it where like you and I are doing a live radio show, Mm -hmm. you know, so you might say something that you look back and say, and now if I had to do it all over again, if I had five, ten minutes to hear my comment, kind of restruct it and all that, like that's what a tweet is. It's not just off the cuff and you're talking in real time. You, you write it out. You can look at it. You proofread it. You think, man, someone died. I better be careful here. Dot my I's, cross my T's. So it was a mistake. I think it's the worst thing ever, but it definitely was insensitive in my opinion. It was in poor taste. Uh, Adam is a consummate professional. Um, but, you know, you when you talk about the loss of life or you talk about something tragic happening, uh, what you don't want to do is pile on. Yeah. Right? The loss of life is, that's the, the bad part. Yeah. Right? We, what, what else are we talking? Are we talking about the stats? What? Talking about he's a standout, even him being a standout. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, this is a man's life. Life, and, and sometimes we're so immersed in this culture of sport, mm-hmm. and 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 reporting on it and analyzing it, that we forget that's not life. Right, it's a part of it. You can't devalue who, what his life was. By what he did in the pros, or by what he, or by what he did in the college. That's right. A person's life is not the sum of those things. Right. And I, I think being aware of that before tweeting or doing whatever you're doing, I, I think that'll help you because 
um, you know, it, it'll, it'll show the humanity within yeah. yourself. Right. And the empathy. That's a good way to put it. And think about it. If you were only valued based on what you did on the field, well, then you wouldn't have T.J. Watt reaching out. You wouldn't have Mike Tomlin releasing a statement saying really nice things about the person that he was, right? You would just be like, shoulder shrug, eh, he only dressed one game last season. Like, he's way more than just that. And you said it perfectly where sometimes we're just in this sports bubble and we only look at it from a sports point of view. This is a human being, you know? And Why would you feel the need to put stats in his eulogy tweet? Right. What? Yeah. Who, who does that? Someone yeah. who's consumed with sport. Yeah. And sometimes you need a slap in the face to bring you back to humanity, the empathy. Right. We're teaching our sons right now, my 10-year-old and my 7-year-old, about empathy, compassion. Right? Like, because what's the point if we raise these young men to not empathize with others, to not be there if others need them? And, you know, a a tweet like that, anytime you're doing that and someone gets a negative connotation from your tweet over Mm -hmm. a tragedy, then you should rethink what's going on and what's important to you. Yeah. Don't be the first, right? We we we're so consumed with getting something out there and being the first, or right? He had a a fiasco a couple months ago about breaking Tom Brady's retirement before Tom Brady did. Right? Everybody wants to be first. Mm. Everybody wants to be the guy. Look at me, I, I did it. I scooped you. Right. That's the one part of this business I never I never chased. Because, yeah, I'm, you know, I I hear you. Right, you can step in it. If you're rushing to a fault. And uh, look, I understand the the need to provide some context. Like, this is Dwayne Haskins, a standout at Ohio State. If you say he played for NFL teams in Washington and Pittsburgh, like, fine. But struggling to catch on with Washington yeah, and Pittsburgh. Come it, it, on, the ridiculous. guy just died. What are you doing? He's rid- 24 years old. He had his whole life ahead of him. Yeah. He's 24. He's been in the league a, a hiccup. Right? There are plenty of players who became great players after not playing well the first couple seasons. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. But why would you talk about it? Right, right. That's a good point. That's the point. Right? Yeah. Like, why would you talk about it? Yeah. I don't want to know this man struggles because his family's struggling right now. That's right. That's right. How about yeah. that? You want to tell to us, you, right? You yeah. want to tell us about his struggles in the pros. What about the struggle his parents are going through, or his, yeah. his family, his brothers, his sisters? What it's about, the what how about, would you like it rule, right? Right. Like, if if Adam Sef, uh, if Adam Schefter's uh, if he has a son and he passes away and somebody else is tweeting, hey, this guy struggled to make it with a couple of, he'd be like, what's up with that? Like what? Right. So you got to keep that in mind. Yeah. No well, that's the that. that's the humanity part of it. That's the, yeah. that's the human nature. That's the human part of how would you feel sure right but look once again we live in a society of got to get that tweet out there first got to be got to speak on it i want people to see i want i want the retweets i want the likes i want to i want all of that you know everybody everyone wants to be a part of it and we live in that business of you know that's what adam does he breaks news he makes comments he the good and some people think 
good tweet, bad tweet, you know, it, I still win. Hmm. Right? It's, it's that old adage, no uh, no, no news is, is bad news. Hmm. Or all news is good news. Right? There is no bad news. They're talking about you. Hey, look, man. I, I, I like the error on the side of, of a being a decent human being. Yeah. I mean, that's the place to be, no doubt about that. And look, when you say decent human being, I mean, the rest writes itself. Yeah, it you does. Know? As we welcome in a friend of America, the compassionate, the empathetic, the future 2022 Humanitarian of the Year award winner, Mr. <laughs> Steve DeSager. I will say along the lines of what you're talking about, there is an Instagram post from Andre Reed, the former Bills receiver, that says, when we current and former athletes fall short of expectations, remember we are all humans and it is just a game. Lord be with the Dwayne Haskins yeah. family. And Perfect. Quote. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, NBA season ends tomorrow, gentlemen. We only have four NBA games for this Saturday, but one of those was a Philadelphia win. They're up to 50-31. and 31. They beat Indiana 133-120, and Joel Embiid had 41 points, mm. 20 rebounds. This guy could win the scoring title tomorrow. And right now at Memphis, it's Grizzlies 84-57 over New Orleans in the third quarter. Notable that this game does have John ja Morant. He is back, not shooting terribly well, but 11 points, 5 assists, 4 turnovers. He is back in the Memphis lineup just before the playoffs begin. Golden State's going to be at San Antonio in an hour. The late game, the Clippers hosting Sacramento in two hours. By the way, NASCAR's Cup Series race is about to begin on FS1. It's tonight at Martinsville. Scotty Scheffler still leads the Masters. He's at nine under par, a three-stroke advantage over Cameron Smith. Scheffler shot 71, so he really could have dusted the field today, if not for a few misses. Only a 71 for him in this uh, third round of his. Meanwhile, Justin Thomas, the U.S., tied for six. He's at minus one. And that's eight strokes back at the leader. Dustin Johnson at one over par, along with Rory McIlroy and Colin Morikawa. Hideki Matsuyama, the defending Masters champ, is two over par after shooting 77 today. He's down to a tie for 14th place. Tiger Woods shot a third round 78. He is seven over par. This is Woods' worst score in 93 career rounds at Augusta. Previous worst was a 77, third round of 1995. His debut at the Masters as an amateur. It's a major league baseball on fs1 today the yankees beat boston four to two giancarlo stanton a two-run homer in the sixth giant starter carlos rodon ex of the white Sox, had 12 strikeouts in five innings but miami eventually won at san francisco two to one white Sox were five two winners at detroit tampa bay and st louis with wins cubs as well in fact the cubs were nine nothing winners against milwaukee the loss to brandon woodruff cubs rookie seya suzuki with three rbis among the games in progress well there's the Mets and Washington just underway and the Braves game is about to get underway they've had their ring ceremony so it's not going to start for another couple minutes as they host the Reds Dodgers at Rockies in a half an hour Padres at Diamondbacks in a half an hour the first two nights of the season in Arizona opening night the Padres six innings of a no-hitter from you Darvish and then they pulled him and eventually the bullpen gagged the game giving up four in the ninth and then last night the Padres starter went seven innings with a no hitter and the Padres with a new closer did wind up holding on for a victory there and gentlemen as the major league season has officially begun there are more than 28 percent of MLB players born outside the 50 states for a third straight season my question to you 
What country outside the U.S. has the most players represented in Major League Baseball? Nearly 100 this year. Keep in mind there are about 20 total nations and territories represented in the majors, tying 2018 for the highest Oof. total. But outside the 50 states, what country is number one in Major League Baseball players? Tough question. I'm thinking either the PR or the DR. Yeah, I'm going to go Dominican D- Republic. I was going to go D- D- Dominican Republic. Going DR? Yeah, you DR. are correct. It is DR. the Dominican Republic with 90 nine players yep. then venezuela and cuba second and third then oh, wow. puerto rico mexico canada back to you shout out yadier molina from puerto rico shout out albert pujols from the dominican since we're on baseball i, I just want to say i want to send a shout out to uh uh my seven-year-old son elijah who uh pitched he started he pitched for us today i'm a coach sherman oaks little league and he pitched we're the Oakland A's, and uh, he got the game ball. Struck out four, four Ks. Nice. So I'm proud of him. This is the first time he's he's pitched. Now, yeah. are you taking a money ball analytics based approach <laughs> to this team, or? No, we. I, I wish we could pay. We, <laughs> we need hitters. We struggled hitting the ball today. That's the way he doles out the orange slices. We, That's right. We, The funny thing is my son was like, Dad, it's hot. Can we get in the pool when we get home? I said, nah, you didn't hit today, son. Right? (laughs) Take in mind, he was our ace today, right? (laughs) Struck out four. And I was like, no, you got to hit, right? You got to hit. Like, the the, the crazy thing is we're we're at kid pitch now. Uh, Last year at machine pitch, he literally batted 900. Very nice. It was out of control. I mean, he was just like, he, he was hitting the ball all over the park. Kid pitch. We, we called it machine ball. You go machine pitch. Machine pitch, yeah. I like it. Yeah, it works too. Uh, but this year, because kids are, are pitching and seven and eight year olds don't quite have the control yeah. that you probably should have <laughs> when you're throwing at an individual. Now, is there an expansive strike zone? I'm, oh, it's, I don't it's really all watch. Over the place. It's like, really all over the place. You know, the I Little mean, League World Series? I'll catch crazy. highlights on SportsCenter and stuff, and they'll show a strikeout looking, and I'm like, that pitch was literally two feet outside. Brother, if you could tell, we're, we're still looking for the strike zone. Yeah. I, I'll tell you that. Uh, I, it's, and and the, the thing is, <laughs> if your game is running long, which they tend to do in kid pitch, a lot of walks. Then the umpire make up make up on the other end, right? Like, oh, that's a, that's a strike. It's like, wait a minute, uh-huh. it, it's literally at his helmet, <laughs> right? So, and 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 the preservation of time, yeah, they'll just if they'll just start strike, 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 and I'm just like, come on, bro, like, what is happening? They just do the the Jordan shrug. To yeah, the complaining just, coaches or parents, like I gotta I, I, call some strikes. I had over one here. umpire tell me, "Hey, uh, we were we were up against the clock, man, and uh, that last batter just just tell him I owe him an icy." <laughs> I'm like, "Wait a minute!" <laughs> I'm like, "What? <laughs> this is a, a, a child's." We're, we're, <laughs> The, what are we doing is, here? This is now his definition of the strike zone. He's swinging at pitches over his eyeballs next to that. I'm bat. like, you're undoing all of the work we do during the week in practice. Yeah. Tell him my Oma Icy? Well, that's not going to get us back in the game. <laughs> I, I mean, we're running, oh, we're running later. We had to get out of there. I'm like, okay, all right. So, look, I say that to say we don't. I don't take it too serious. A lot of parents and a lot of coaches are out of control with Little League. 
Yeah. Every kid is going to the bigs. Every right. kid is being scouted at seven and eight. It even happens younger. My wife's not a big fan of 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 the little league culture because it's very aggressive for these little kids. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. And you mean to tell me you're gonna scream at a kid who is n- not okay with a ball screaming down from the heavens? <laughs> He's not okay with standing his face right underneath it and trying to catch it with the glove that now he can't see the ball. They're seven and eight. Yeah. They're not going to turn double plays. Yeah. Right? Take it down a couple of notches. I mean, it's out of control. So I try to – I consider myself a coach and a therapist. Right? If I see a kid struggling, I pull him to the side and I just have a conversation with him. Don't forget about the game. Forget about your parents. Talk to me. You okay? And and just try to bring some humanity back to the game because these kids are under so much pressure. Yeah. Of course, I was joking with my son about him not hitting and and getting into the pool. I'm not uh, sure that was a joke, right? No, there. it was it was a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> I mean, he got the game ball for right. I mean, four uh-huh. Ks, first time on the mound. Nice. Very nice. Woo. We got you know? something there. Seven foot pitcher. We got action. Listen, we got action, man. <laughs> Proud of that I, kid. All right, coming up next, all of a sudden, these NFL games have much better storylines. We'll fill you in on that. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No, He's he from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal in a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com or in stores. You know, big man, we're going to see some uh, interesting fireworks when the NFL season finally does roll around here. The matchups, there have been a lot of movement, lots of movement in this offseason. And there was something that Bobby Wagner had to say, former Seahawks linebacker, and he's now a member of of the Los Angeles Rams. And he's talking about facing his former team a couple of times each season. And it got me thinking, right? If you go beyond Bobby Wagner, and that's an interesting storyline. Think about when he goes back to Seattle as a guy who starred for the Seahawks for a decade. That's going to be interesting. And also when he's facing his former team in L.A., And I just started looking through the schedules, and it's not officially released, like who plays who on which dates and all of that, but we know who plays who at least. And how about this? A couple of quarterbacks facing their former teams. How about Russell Wilson? The Broncos are at Seattle this year. 
What do you think the response is going to be when he waived his no trade clause? But he was a fan favorite, started there for. No, I think it'll be a lot of respect for for Russ and, and too, Bobby yeah. Wagner when they go yeah. back, and then the respect will turn to booze. Right, <laughs> they, you're yeah, right. welcome yeah. back in because he brought. They both brought a championship. Uh, to to Seattle, but then you yeah, they're the twelve for the reason for a reason. Yeah, they're gonna make it hard for him to to operate out there on the field. Now, do you think? I remember when Albert Pujols, when he uh, he left St. Louis, and a few years later, as a member of the Angels, he was back in Bush Stadium, and it was a standing ovation, applause. You know, he's taking his helmet off and recognizing them. Is it to that degree with either Russ or Bobby Wagner? Uh, yeah, it would have to. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. I would I, think I'm, so. Two of the greatest. I mean, they both would be in the ring of honor up there. Yeah. I think certainly for Bobby Wagner. I mean, yes, goodness, they 100%, released him. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't force his way out or say no thanks to a contract offer. They just flat out released him. We also have, how about this? The Browns, they... They go to the Houston Texans. They're at the Texans. So think of the Deshaun Watson situation. And we don't know. There'll be a lot of booze there. Yeah, we don't know if he'll be suspended and if this game's going to be scheduled earlier in the season. But let's just say that Deshaun is behind center and he's at Houston. Is this a boo fest? Oh, is it's this a boo fest. It's a boo fest. Are we talking Kevin Durant back in OKC type booze or a little lesser than that? No, it'll be it'll be well, it'll be more because it'll be three times the amount of people, four, five times <laughs> the right. amount of people. That's right. Yeah, what yeah. Eight seventeen thousand opposed to eighty five thousand. How about this reaction? What will the reaction be to Carson Wentz, member of the Washington Commanders? They are at Indianapolis. This season, what do the Colts fans do when Wentz is back in? I, I, look, I don't. It, it that that was a that was you know short lived. Yeah, you know it'd be you know when they go to Philly, that's a different story. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Right, sure. that, that's more of an impactful booing. Yeah, than than him going to Indy. Yeah, yeah, I could see that being the case for sure. I just give, have this vision of Jim Ursay trying to lead people to boo. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, boo! Come on, guys! Get away. We gave up second and, or a first and a third. Is that right for Carson Wentz? Uh, yeah, didn't quite work out for them. Did not quite work out. But how about that, man? Think about that. All this movement, it's been so great for the NFL for multiple reasons. It's something new, seeing Russell Wilson in a Broncos uniform, right? Seeing a lot of these star players in different uniforms. Tyreek Hill with the Dolphins, Devontae Adams with the Raiders. list goes on and on. But when they face their former teams, and some of that will be happening in 2022, then you get those storylines also. More movement is better. It's better for the NFL. It's like... The transfer portal, it's looked at as like, oh my gosh, this freaking transfer portal in college football. In the NFL... It's amazing for the NFL. I think it works to their benefit, no doubt. Oh, it's great. It, it's great. I, I, there hasn't been this much excitement uh, in in the league in a while on, on numerous fronts, numerous teams, and we haven't even had the draft yet. Usually the excitement comes from top draft picks and, and what teams do, and this, yeah. all, this all happened prior to the draft. That's right. Normally, free agency is more of the oh-by-the-way story. Yeah. 
because you don't get this type of movement. Trades are the oh by the way story, and it's about the draft of the offseason. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite this year. Yeah, big time quarterbacks moving around, changing the di- uh, the um, changing teams completely. Yeah, right. Like it's the new faces, new places. It's exciting. Been awesome, awesome stuff, no doubt. All right, coming up next, there's confidence. And then there's unreasonable confidence. We have a story of unreasonable next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, what's going on? I hope you're enjoying your Saturday evening. You know, big man, we're not that far away from the NBA playoffs. We've spent a lot of time talking about your Lakers not making it, but now that they're over and done with. I can't wait to watch real basketball. Yeah, now you get to sit back and watch some uh, playoff festivities over here. I was, I, I mean, it it pained me to continue to watch them after the All Star break. It just, I, I, it was one of the worst things ever. So when people were like, "Don't you want them to make?" The-? No, I don't want. I want it to be over. Yeah, I really want it to be over. <laughs> How about Stu Lance, the Lakers TV uh, color commentator, where he was caught on a live mic? Saying, put us out of our misery. Yes. <laughs> that was that was before yes. the game against the Suns. That sums up the season, man. That's what it was. Yeah, no, look, come on, man. Look, and and you know I'm as hard on the Lakers as anybody. Uh, it, it just didn't feel like they wanted to be there. So why yeah. would we want to watch? No, I hear you. But as I, you look at the West, are you Team Suns? Are you going I, somewhere I, I'm else? I'm not Team anybody. I know, but in terms of your your pick, I know you're not rooting for them, but um, I, I really do like the Suns. I think them getting to the finals last year did a lot for that team, that young team. Yeah, them being able to play well without Chris Paul, uh, play well without DeAndre Ayton at in certain stints this year. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that adds to the maturity of that team, along with Chris Paul now back. I think they're going to be extremely difficult to beat coming out of of the West. I do, too. I think there's a clump of teams in the middle that are all interesting, could make noise, but I wouldn't run to the betting window to back them. If you look at Dallas, they've really played good basketball down the stretch. They've won a bunch of games. The Spencer Dinwiddie trade for Porzingis has really worked out. The Jazz, that's a tough place to play on the road. Denver with Jokic. Memphis, man. Yeah, Memphis, Memphis is right there. Uh, yeah, absolutely. As a, a two seed, I think they could do significant damage, but they just seem like uh, – now, don't take this out of context. I know you won't. I'm telling the people listening. 
It just reminds me of the early Bulls teams where they had a lot of talent, but they just had to take their lumps in the playoffs. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. But the fact that their record without John Morant lets you know that they're they're a better team than than that. Yeah. Right? Like they're they're a better team. Oh, they're a tough team. You you know what I mean? I mean, it's they're beating the Pelicans that the Lakers couldn't beat. By forty one, with, with with all the Amer- with, with 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 Hall of Famers on the court, the Lakers uh-huh. couldn't beat them. Just FYI, yeah. they're beating them by forty one. It's one thirty to ninety. Yeah, like yeah. I, I mean, they're playing defense. They're doing everything right now. It's a good team. It's a deep team. Desmond Bain has had a tremendous season. They had four starters out about a week ago and beat the Suns. That's it. And their coach got tossed from the game, too. And, and, and that's the mark of a great team from top to bottom, from, from you know, ownership, coaching, players. That's what you need. Like, that ty- yeah. that level of, of respect for each other and, and, and coming to work and, and playing, like, that means something. They're young and they're hungry. And, I'm curious. And, yeah, go, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. That's, I'm just curious what Golden State does in the playoffs because they've really – They've struggled in they the second healthy, half of the man. season. They got to get healthy. Health, they, yeah, right? they got to get healthy, and you know, they need Clay to be the old Clay. He's had enough tune-up yeah. games and all of that. They need to. They in order for them to be great, they need him to be Clay, uh, Splash Brother. I wonder if any of these teams get a boost where it doesn't look likely that Ben Simmons is going to be in the mix. We'll see how That's crazy to me. I, 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 I'm and, and another thing. Look. The NBA's got to do something. I know they won't because they can't. The players have too much power. But, I mean, Zion Williams hasn't played all year. I know. I know it. And he wants to. You're seeing baby steps of he's cleared for full contact. It just feels to me like the Pelicans are thinking, I mean, even if he comes back, what are our chances? One, beating the Suns, and two, having this deep run en route to a potential title. The odds are slim to none. They don't want to ruin. Look, look, man, we we can pay millions of dollars. You got to come out here and play. What you talking about ruin? If you you get hurt and you can't play, then it's over. I know, but we're talking about a foot injury that's kept him out for a full season plus. Yeah, but that doesn't – it didn't help that he blew up to 350 pounds. I know it. Right? Like, so there's no accountability. You got guys like AD. You got – these guys are making too much money. You got James Harden who seems disinterested. He's making $47 million a year. I know. It it can't be like like that. something has to happen. But I just wonder these teams where it looks unlikely – at least that Ben Simmons at this stage will suit up and play with the back Crazy injury. Crazy to me. Zion Williamson with the foot injury. Also, you hear some whispers about Jamal Murray with the Nuggets maybe maybe inching closer and closer after that torn ACL to getting back on the court. I'm just wondering if any of those players are able to suit up and make an impact. Um, I, I think the only one that would make an immediate impact would be Ben Simmons because I personally don't think anything's wrong with him. Uh, and you don't need them to score. Yeah, this is real, and, I, and, I, and I'm I'm attacking something inside of you, right? Once again, sitting on the court, fifteen thousand dollar outfit, two hundred thousand dollars in jewelry. Team struggling. Like to me, I, I I don't, I can't correlate those things. Having a good time, having some pizzas and popcorn, having some drinks. 
enjoying the game from from the bench. You make more than you know top three in salary on the team. Mm-hmm. I can't get behind that. Right, like to me that bothers me. And his back or whatever, he hasn't played in a year. And it just is a, that, it doesn't the timeline doesn't check out. Right, no, like, it doesn't check out. With the 76ers, before he got traded, if from the beginning he was like, yo, my back is messed up, herniated disc, it's a whole thing. No, it was, you That'd hurt be my one feelings. Thing. He, you hurt my right, feelings. Right, it was, uh, you know, I got to make sure my mentals are on on point. No. And and then the back thing happened. It's like, if it was a back thing the whole time, it'd be more believable. They just show Zion Williams sitting back there looking like a, <laughs> a pulling guard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah come on uh, man yeah. he's he been in the league two years yeah. look at John Morant look at John yeah. Morant it's not even been close to production between those two Brian No and Ephraim Salam with you here on Fox Sports Radio let's shift it to the NFL because we got some sound to play and this is tremendous so this is Sam Darnold he was on the Bussin' with the Boys podcast and he said something that caused antennas to be raised listen to how Sam Darnold basically appraises himself as an NFL quarterback. It truly is like whatever happens, happens. Because that's at the end of the day, like it's out of my control. And I know that. And so I have enough security in myself to where I can be like, I know I'm a good quarterback. Mm -hmm. I know I can be a good quarterback in this league. I've proved it. And I know there's a team if something happens that would want me. Yeah, I, I caught the same thing. Both my eyebrows went skyward where I've proved it. I watch the NFL religiously like you do. I I didn't see that part where he proved it. Well, maybe When has maybe, he ever proved it in the NFL? On, let me, I got to go to his stats. I, I start immediately start <laughs> typing on the computer when he said that. And I'm like, well, maybe I'm missing something. You know, here's a little context. So Sam Darnold, his passer rating for his career mm. is 76.9. Mm. And that is the exact, to the decimal point, same passer rating that Andy Dalton had with the Bears last season. And Andy Dalton threw eight touchdowns, nine interceptions. Andy Dalton was 29th in passer rating last season. That's what Sam Darnold has done for his career, 76.9. I mean, he has 54 touchdowns and and 52 interceptions. Right. Uh, I'm not... (laughs) He... Is under sixty percent in completions. I, I'm, <laughs> uh, and even if you said, "Well, he didn't have much to work with with the I Jets," I don't care. Okay, well, look at last year with Carolina: nine touchdowns, thirteen interceptions in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one. This isn't the nineteen sixties anymore. Like passing yards stats, easier to come by the, now more than ever. The, the problem I'm having is self-awareness, right? You can't say something at the quarterback position, other positions maybe, but you can't make a statement like, I can't control certain things. Well, you can control if you play well, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you, as a quarterback, You know what playing well is and what that feels like and what that looks like. Sure, sure. And what that gets you if you do play well, correct? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. So for me, I'm like, whoa, 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 time out. Right? If you're playing well, which you can control, no one's taking you out of the game. Yeah. That's the one position where if you're prospering, they're going to ride you. They're going to ride it out. If you're not, you got to go. Yeah. And look, I get the confidence if he says, oh, I feel I'm a good quarterback. Okay, you should feel that way. But, but he loses me when he says, and I've proved that. <laughs> it's like, whoa, that's I mean, you've been factually in, you've, you've incorrect. Been in four years. <laughs> you've started double-digit games in all four years, 13, 13, 12, and 12. And you have not proven to anyone other than yourself that you're a good quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. to me, there's... When you don't recognize That's right. That's right. Your yeah. shortcomings. Yeah. When you don't recognize the things that make you who you are and you gloss over them with things like, I know I'm good, I can do this, I can do that. I have that, done that. I have proven it. That's yeah. the problem. Right. And someone in his camp, in his household, on his team are not being truthful with him. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing is, I feel like this. I feel like if you can admit there's a problem, I think there's a better chance you can correct that problem. But if you just gloss over it as if there isn't a problem there, I don't think your chances are as good to correct that problem, right? Like, if Sam Darnold had said, he doesn't have to just dog himself, he could say, listen, it's got to be better. But I know I've got the talent. I got to work on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I do have the talent. Yeah. I just got to put it all together. Right. And and, and this year I'm moving forward. We're going to figure I'm going to figure it out. Like we get that. Okay, yeah. We hey, understand that. That means you're recognizing that you can be better. You're yeah. recognizing there are things you need to work on. But I've proved it? No, man. <laughs> to you to who though? <laughs> yeah, that's it hasn't been proven, now, man. The person doing the interview should have been like, well, who'd you, who have you proven it to? <laughs> you want a good interview? Yeah. Who have you proven it to? I got you your know, numbers. I, I got your numbers here. And that's uh, the tough part. Like these dudes aren't going to do interviews when there's pushback like that. So you get a bunch of cookie cutter stuff. Like, yeah, right on, Sam. So what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> that's all it is. There is no pushback. Yeah, I, 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 that's the that's the problem. You got to hold people accountable. Yeah. I knew when I was messing up. Look, I, I was look, I was not a great offensive lineman. I was good. I was good. You can win with me, right? I could have been better, but I was good. Uh huh. I knew my strengths and I knew my weaknesses, and I tried to, you know, elevate my strengths to yeah. cover my weaknesses. That's sure. what you do as you yeah. are in the league for a long period of time. Play 13 but if you years. didn't even, you wouldn't even recognize what then you I'd weren't be great fool. at. Then I'd be a fool. And you'd be taken advantage of. Yeah. That's how it works. Now our pr- trusted producer, Danny G, he's got something for us here. I was just going to comment, if you're wondering why there wasn't a lot of pushback right there, that was from the Taylor Luan and Will Compton yeah. podcast. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is busting with the boys, it's all... Hey, Sam, so, you know, ask a question, and Sam says something outlandish, like, I have proven I'm a good NFL quarterback. 
You're not going to have them like, wait a minute, hold on, hold the phone. When have you exactly done that? And you don't have to be mean about it. But right, just right. That's what I was going to ask E. So your former player, if you had a podcast, wouldn't you still push back right there? I would be like, well, look, to be honest, Sam, you may be a good quarterback, but you haven't proved it to the point where the rest of us recognize that. College, you were great. But you know that there's a different correlation between what you do in college and, and what you do in the pros. And if you feel like you've proven, it, can you walk me through that? And maybe he's looking at, you know, success a different way than numbers or, or things like that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I would want to know that. I wouldn't just let him ride off into the sunset making a statement like that where everybody was like, wait, what? Right, right. No, it's a good follow-up. In your mind, what would you point to to say that you have proven it? (laughs) You know, like, what does that look like? I mean, one Um, year you had 19 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. Uh, Your passing rating was 84, which was the highest in your career. You're Sounds right like a, a Air Tannehill in Miami type right? season. You're, you're right, you're right there. around 77, uh, you know, passing rating. Like, I I, I don't, I don't I'm, I'm trying to find it, Yeah, Sam. And look, you're I don't want to be disparaging, be and yeah. I don't want, I love confidence and all of that, <laughs> but you got to let, you got to make us know. You got to let us know. Yeah. No, we're lacking that, man. It's too lovey-dovey these too days. Too lovey-dovey, man. Sometimes you got to push the hard ones. You got to push hard, you got to push back. You got to. All right, get, coming, I, I, coming back. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Coming Sorry. up, we got to get to uh, pushing. It's a good segue, big man. And fisticuffs. Was this person wrong for something that happened in the fisticuffs department? We will get to that momentarily. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Brian No, He's he from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com and in stores. Now, here's the thing, big man. I don't routinely check out NASCAR Xfinity races. That's like the like the minor leagues to the NASCAR big boy circuit. But there was a fight that went down last night. And I ca- happened to catch the video on uh, Twitter. And there was a lot of reaction to it. Now, you don't even have to see this video. So I'll, I'll explain it. 
you know, for for you or anybody else who hasn't seen this, you don't have to see it. Take it from me, impartial judge here. So what happens is Ty Gibbs gets into it with another guy. Okay, forget about all the other stuff. All that happens is Ty Gibbs is wearing his helmet, okay? And Ty Gibbs lands a couple of punches on the other guy. And so some are saying, you can't throw punches if you're the only one that has a helmet on. Now, the way it unfolds, Ty Gibbs is upset about something that happens on the track, goes up to the other guy, he pushes him with his helmet on, walks away. He walks with the other guys like, what's up with that? So he... He stalks him. He walks up on him. Now he's in his face. He's yelling at him. He pushes him a couple of times. And then Ty Gibbs, while wearing his helmet, throws a couple of hands over there. Lands a couple of punches. Not bad. Little one, two, three combo right there. Now, without... I'm assuming you haven't seen the video. I don't know one way or the other. But based on what I've explained, is it permissible for Ty Gibbs to throw hands while wearing a helmet and being the only guy with a helmet on. Yes. Yeah. Why yes, of course. Yes. The other guy walked up on him. If you're pushing me, you know, talking trash, threatening, yeah, you might get blessed with these hands over here. And this happened in a matter of seconds. These people that are like, oh, he was wearing a helmet. He, he can't do that. The, the problem is they both had helmets on when it started. I think only one guy did. No. Sam took his helmet he off. He took it off real fast? He took it off. Like, the push happened. He took his helmet off. And then he went, like, why would you do that? Like, I can't be held accountable <laughs> for your stupidity. <laughs> That's what. That's one of the first rules in the NFL. Put your helmet on. Some stuff might pop right. off. Don't here. run into a fight on a football field without a helmet. Right. Right. So if you watch it, Sam Meyer, who Ty had the the altercation with, they both get out of the car. They approach each other. They both have their helmets on. They're talking. They're in each other's face. Yep. Right. He takes his helmet off right as Sam. Uh, right as Ty pushes him. Uh-huh. Then he gives the helmet to somebody and then walks over and, <laughs> and, and pokes, walks pokes Ty him. Gibbs in, 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 in the visor. <laughs> and, and Ty let off, you know, a, 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 a two-and-a-half piece with a biscuit. Yeah. That's all fair. It's love and war. You should, when you were taking the helmet off and he pushed you, what you do is you put it right back down. Yeah. And you go walk over there and, and you step to him. Yeah, and you'll see in this video, Ty Gibbs, he, he's, it looks like he's almost like a, think of a football helmet. Like he's loosening the left chin strap, like the left side. He's doing that with his helmet. It looks like he's trying to loosen it up. You don't have time. Like it's about to go down. And uh, Ty Gibbs was the aggressor. He's like, you know what? Better to throw the first punch than get hit by the first punch is the Ty Gibbs school of fighting there. I see nothing wrong with throwing a punch even no. if you're the only one wearing a helmet. No, in that situation. not at all. Yeah. You'd be amazed. There was a lot on Twitter. How's he going to throw a helmet? It's, how's he going to throw a punch wearing a helmet? That's so weak. I'm like, bro, it's a, it's a fight, you know? I think that's uh, that's totally permissible. Yes, it is. You ever gotten into a, a crazy brouhaha in football? What's the craziest fight you've been involved, whether it's joint practice 
you know, training camp, an actual game, what comes to mind? Uh, I've been in a brew hall, many in, in training camp. <laughs> many. Like, I, I mean, that's just the thing with training camp, well, the way it used to be. It's not like that anymore. Um, it used to be six weeks of full pads. Mm-hmm. Banging. Oh, we hitting. Yeah. Every day, twice a day. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Like, I'm not making it up. My rookie year, we were in Furman, South Carolina. It was a thousand degrees, and it was full pads mm. every day, twice a day. There was no, hey, we're going to come out in shorts, and hey, we're going yeah. to play around and tag each other. It was line it up. We're grinding it out. And with that, you get tired of going against your own team. The same oh. guys you see in the locker room and the same guys you see at, at Mill. And and then you're always in sport. You're always looking for the advantage, right? So you mm-hmm. one last shove. I'm not. I'm going to grab your face mask. I'm not taking my hand off until you take your hand off. Mm-hmm. At the heat, the constant hitting, and and, and the monotony of, of training camp is just a powder keg. Yeah. And – all it takes is one one on one drill where you, you know, yank a defensive end down. Now he get up, he push you. Now it's going. Now everybody in it. One team drill, right? <laughs> like we have a team here, and 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 our team works fully functional. We keep each other safe, but the person that we all look to 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 cultivate that environment for safety and 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 and, and, and team equity. Right is is our very own Stephen E. DeSega. <laughs> Safety first, yes. Safety first. By the way, NASCAR's Cup Series race is right now just starting on FS1. It's a Saturday night race at Martinsville. 45 degrees with a little rain this past hour, so they're finally here beginning at 8.30 Eastern time. Chase Elliott on the pole. Final round of the Masters is tomorrow at Augusta. Tiger Woods shot a third round 78 today. He's seven over par. The leader, Scotty Scheffler, is ranked number one in the world and up by three strokes over Cameron Smith. There's a group tied for ninth place, but that means 10 strokes strokes back. Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson, and Colin Morikawa. Johnson shot 75 today. To Major League Baseball, the late game will be in Anaheim in about a half an hour. It'll be the Angels and Noah Syndergaard against Houston and Justin Verlander. Right now, through three innings at Atlanta, Braves 2-0 over the Reds. That game started a bit late because the Braves got their World Series rings tonight. To the second inning at Colorado, Rockies 1-0 over the Dodgers. Among the games earlier on FS1, the the Yankees defeated Boston 4-2. Giancarlo Stanton, a two-run homer in the sixth. At St. Louis, Cardinals 6-2 over Pittsburgh. Nolan Arenado with four hits, including three doubles to the Cardinal fan. New Cardinals manager Oliver Marmol was out with the flu today. Cubs shut out Milwaukee 9-0, beating Brandon Woodruff. White Sox 5-2 winners at Detroit. Dylan Cease, the winning pitcher, is now undefeated in 10 career starts against the Tigers. Good news for the Memphis Grizzlies tonight. They had one of the four NBA games at and they wiped the floor with New Orleans, 141 to 114. In fact, 
Grizzlies scored 55 points just in the third quarter and shot mm. 77% from the floor in that period. And guard John Morant is back. He returned after missing the last nine games with a sore knee. After a slow start, he wound up with 21 points, nine assists. Grizzlies will be the number two seed in the West. The regular season ends tomorrow. The three seed right now in the West, Golden State, only a half game up on Dallas. Golden State about to start at San Antonio. As for Dallas, news on Luka Doncic. You may have seen this week he got a technical foul. That would be his 16th tee of the year, which means an automatic suspension. He would miss the last game of the season tomorrow. It has been rescinded, curiously. The Mm. second tee he's had rescinded, Mm. so no suspension. Denver's Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. will be out again tomorrow, and according to The Athletic, as of now, unlikely to return in the playoffs. The playing games start Tuesday night. That would include Clippers versus Minnesota. Two more play-ins on Wednesday. That would include New Orleans against San Antonio. And yes, as we mentioned earlier in the show, Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins died at the age of 24. He was hit by a truck near Fort Lauderdale while trying to cross I-595. At Ohio State in 2018, Haskins threw 50 touchdown passes and also was the Rose Bowl MVP that season. And he had beaten out Joe Burrow for starting quarterback. Back to you. How crazy is that? Think about that. And, you know, listen, this goes back to his playing days, but beating out Joe Burrow, throwing 50 touchdown passes. And look where Joe Burrow is right now. Um, Sometimes getting into the right situation and system is the key to success at the next level. Yeah, hey, I hear you, man. And if you look at... uh, if, if you look at this is one part of the equation, right? If you look at what Joe Burrow is surrounded by in Cincinnati, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, a horrible offensive line, but he made it work. You compare that to when Dwayne was with Washington, it's not the same supporting cast. So that that does factor in, no doubt about that. But I mean, that's all football stuff. Dwayne Haskins only twenty four years old and gone. Like that's just, bro. That is way way too young. I can't wait for the, the rest of the information uh, to come out about why he was on the freeway. I don't know. Yeah, he was just uh, trying to cross the freeway. There was oncoming traffic. That's crazy. No That's idea. never a good idea. Yeah, in the Fort Lauderdale area. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what was behind that, but hmm. whatever the, the story is, you know, still tragic no matter what. Um, Have you been on a worldly note have you been watching this war in ukraine oh yeah it's out of control yeah it's crazy man it's wild just shot a missile into the train station the evacuation train station i'm like yo what is happening right now (laughs) i know just imagine just being at grand central station yeah we got to get out of here it's way too heavy right now and then a missile just drops through the roof. They showed like home video footage, someone taking a cell phone video from their home. This is when it was just starting. And there's just a, a fighter plane just going through there. Bruh, this is out of control. It is. And that just it blows my mind. Imagine if that's you look out your own backyard. And there's a fighter plane dropping a bomb over in the distance. Like Oof. that would blow oh. your freaking mind. Man. Trying yeah. to keep this world together for my sons, man. I'm just it's just scary, bro. Like watching these these are these are regular people. I know it. It's just it's, like us. It's, it's regular crazy. people. It's caught in crazy. caught in some madness. Yeah. 
By the way, a friend of America, Steve DeSager, he mentioned a couple of things during his update. How about Luka Doncic? His technical foul has been rescinded. He was at 16 Mm. technical fouls for the season, and uh, that would have triggered an automatic one-game suspension. That could have impacted where the Mavs are seated because they're a half game behind the Warriors. So he was set to miss their regular season finale against the Spurs. And now that he's going to be able to play, obviously they have a better chance to surpass the Warriors and get to that three seed. So the league looked at it and said, yeah, (laughs) let's rescind this thing. And to be fair, I've seen worse from Luka. Like, as Tony Brothers said, the crew chief in the game last night, he said it was due to continuous complaining. Luca thought he got fouled at the end of the first quarter. He complained to official number one. Then he complained to official number two. Then he made his way to Tony Brothers, complained to him. <laughs> Tony said, all right, that's enough. You're teed up. The league rescinded it so he doesn't face that automatic one-game suspension. I'll tell you what, man. That is a good description of Luka Doncic continuous complainer. He is first team all NBA in terms of being a complainer. He's woofing at the refs all game long. And he's tried and tried and tried to stop doing that. He even said this was last month. He said, I've, I've changed my ways. He even started singing songs in his head. It's a true story to prevent himself from complaining to officials. Yeah, self-control, man. I, I mean, he shouldn't be that hard. Like for real. Yeah. You should be able to stop yourself. Yeah. He picked up 17 texts this season. Two were rescinded. Same thing last season. Exactly. 17 technical fouls. Two were rescinded. Bro, that is way too much complaining. That's that's awful. What are you doing? Who else would you have on the first team all-NBA complaint team? Draymond. You got to have Draymond. There. Yeah. That's you know, just we can have him at the five right. if we want to go small. Right. right? Yeah. Uh, I think we got Russell, it, even though he's. Russell yeah. Westbrook. Every time he goes to the, the, the <laughs> hole and shoots the ball at the top of the. <laughs> at the top of the backboard. Does LeBron uh, he, make the cut? He Yes. LeBron has to make the cut. Yes. We'll put him at power forward. Even though he's banged up this year, just based on track record alone. Just, un, un, just, just toughen up, man. Damian Lillard has to be on this team. Yeah. Great, great player, but he is a he is a constant complainer. And it's the same thing with Luka. He's tried. He has said, and I've seen it. He's like, I'm done with that. I'm not doing it anymore. And he'll go for a good month stretch. Hey, right back. <laughs> He's right back to complaining about every single call that wasn't made that he thinks should have been. I think we got a solid lineup so far on the all NBA complaint team. Yeah, I think we do. Dwight Who's Howard, at the three? Dwight Howard's definitely at the five. Who's our small forward? Um I mean, KD will complain, but I don't think it's not like, like chronic that. complaining. Yeah. He just gets mad and comes on and just scorches you. Right. Um, could we sneak the beard in there? Is he? I don't know that he goes. Oh, he that definitely far. does. He, he he's he's uh, is habitual. Yeah. Okay, we could sneak him into the starting lineup if we needed. to. Yeah, that's a legit starting five right there. I believe We're gonna so. win a lot of games. A lot of games with that. A lot of tees. A lot of technicals. A lot of games. A lot of free throws. <laughs> All right, coming up next. 
Just how bad was the season for this team? Well, if you look at the betting market, it's even worse than we originally thought. I'm Brian No, He's Ephraim Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Brian No. He's he from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. The Dollar Shave Club six-blade razor brings noticeably smooth shaves with six stainless steel blades for smooth, swift hair removal and a lubricating strip that keeps things nice and smooth. Dollar Shave Club razors are sold at dollarshaveclub.com and in stores. Now, look, man, we've uh, we've talked ad nauseum about the Lakers and their sad season. Purple and gold didn't get it done. But there are a couple of betting lines here, big man, that we just we have to mention. Just to really put in perspective how historically sucky this season was. So before the season began, the Lakers were a huge favorite to win the West. They were listed at plus 170 before the season tipped off. Golden State had the second shortest odds. They were at plus 425. So the Lakers were, their odds were like two and a half times better, roughly, than the Warriors before the season started. And of course, the Lakers didn't even qualify for the play-in tournament. Bums. The what? other, what's that? What'd you say? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you've... I had a Freudian <laughs> slip. Bums. What? What? what, what? <laughs> I know this is painful. I'm it sorry. Is, it's, it, and you know, you know, uh, it, it hurts. It hurts because there was no reason for it. Yeah, no good reason. Not for it to be this bad. No. No. The other one is, how about this? The season win total was set at 52.5 for the Lakers. And nearly 93% of the betting handle, the cash, was on the over. People are lining up. Give me 53 wins for the Lakers this season. Well, the Lakers... Their record is 31 and 49, so they're actually closer to 53 losses than they are 53 wins. That's how bad it played out. Now, one better cashed in. One better on BetMGM laid $10,000 before the season started on the Lakers not making the playoffs. Oh, that's big. Yeah, 16 to 1 odds. I'm surprised they weren't a little bit longer than that, but still. Nice little payday, $160,000. Oh, he can't. Oof. I know he was watching that Suns game like, yes. Yeah. I know. While everyone's like, LeBron, really? You're not suiting up? Are you serious? That guy was like, don't suit up, LeBron. Love what you're doing right here, buddy. It's a good move by you. 
That's unbelievable how bad it was. And this was another thing. I didn't realize this. So LeBron, he's not eligible to be the scoring champ. League rules require that players have to play at least 70% of their team's games. Mm -hmm. So that means 58 games in a full 82-game season. LeBron is at 56 games played. And so he's not even eligible. Now, as Steve DeSager mentioned, Joel Embiid went off today when he scored 41 points. So his average ticked up a bit. He's up to 30.6 points per game this season. LeBron's at 30.3. So there still is a chance, even if LeBron qualified, he wouldn't have overtaken Joel. But he's not even eligible. He didn't play enough games. No, the only thing LeBron's trying to do is catch Kareem. That's right. And he's trying to distance himself from the suckiness of this season, which is why he wasn't playing against the Suns. That's 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 what he wants to do. Yeah. So he wants to be the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. And it's evident. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just disappointed, man. I it, It's really bothering me because... It's like you you gotta it's gotta mean more. You wanted this team. You wanted to play with Russ. You wanted yeah. to play with Carmelo. Yep. You wanted this. They put you guys together. There's no leadership whatsoever. And I'd have more respect if he went down with the ship. You go down you with know? the ship. Don't jump yes. off. No. A D jumped did. off. He jumped off. He jumped yeah. off the ship. I can't respect that. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't either. No. I, I can't. can't respect it. Now, there are a couple of stories. I think you'll like both of these. Well, at least the first one. So the Bulls, they have been a hot mess down the stretch. They're just yeah. losing games galore. Yeah, they, all, they were about to find themselves in the play-in. Yeah, they were close. They are a whisker away from Cleveland, ending up the there. Cleveland lost one of the, those games last week, and that, you know, yeah. locked them into the, the sixth spot. Yeah, the Bulls got rolled by the Charlotte Hornets last night. And they were getting booed. So after the game, Zach Levine, he said, uh, it's embarrassing. Their struggles before the playoffs. And he said, the boos are justified. I thought that was refreshing. Yeah. You get a lot of players that are like, they should ride with us in bad times no. too. Tell the truth, guys. Zach was like, we stink right now. They should boo us. Tell the truth. Being honest. Right? We, we talked about that uh, last you know, couple segments ago about Sam Donald not being honest with himself. Yeah. You know who else hasn't been honest with himself this year? Russell Westbrook. Mm, yeah. Right? Yeah. You, yeah. Somebody asked you, uh, do you care about turning the ball over? And you, no? No. <laughs> like, wait, oh, oh. Do you I, Do you think you could, you know, what, what do you think you should do? I don't know. I've earned the right to what? Suck? Yeah. By the way, I think you'll like this too. I'm trying to get you out of Laker. Woes well, you put here, me back you know? in there. I was Sorry, I'm, try, I'm trying to pull you right back. back. I put you there. I'm trying to like, get. Come on. You're no friend of mine. Grab this arm, big man, and pull you out. Pull you out of the gutter here. I loved the professionalism of the Suns last night. Down by 17 points on the road in Utah. And they come back and win that game. They could have easily been like, we're the one seed. Yep. This has nothing to do with anything. And yet they still were total pros, came back, won the game. I thought that was awesome. It means something. Yes. It means something. 
good habits right there, right? It matters come playoff time. All right, coming up next, a comparison gone wrong with a certain NFL quarterback. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Ah, yes, what's going on? Hope you're enjoying your Saturday evening here. Brian, though, the big man with you here on Fox Sports Radio. And before we get back to the Masters here, with Tiger Woods having a rough day in the third round, there was something that Chris Collinsworth said about Baker Mayfield. And it made me think about how sometimes we set up the wrong comparison, big man. So first, let's listen to Collinsworth. He's on the Chris Collinsworth podcast, and he was just assessing Baker Mayfield and what might be a good fit for him team-wise. I still think he ends up in Seattle. It makes too much sense for him to land in Seattle, them draft a quarterback, sit behind Baker, give it a go. If Baker's good, great. We'll be able to do it. But it's so similar to the style of play that Russell Wilson has that you're not going to have to change everything on the offensive side of the ball. Okay. So uh, he says Seattle. To me, this is what I think, big man. The comparison shouldn't be, well, hey, Baker Mayfield's better than Drew Locke. So this would be an upgrade. Makes sense for Seattle. I don't think that's the comparison to make. You should be comparing Baker, if he's in Seattle, to Matthew Stafford, to Tom Brady, to Aaron Rodgers, to all the top quarterbacks in the NFC. Then, what does it really get you? <laughs> like That's the real comparison. Right. Who cares if he's better than Drew Locke or not? Yeah, I, I mean, that's not saying much to be better than Drew Locke. No offense to Drew Locke, uh, but just based on his work that he's had in the NFL. Um, yeah, that's that's... That's not a good measuring stick for Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And is Baker Mayfield similar to Russell Wilson? No. I, I no. didn't. I did, that's the part I was like, wait, what? Yeah. No. <laughs> wait a minute. Huh? Even if it's like they're running a similar offense, okay. Maybe they put their right sock on before their left sock. But on the field, what they do? No. No. Not even close to the same caliber of quarterback. Yeah, so you know, there's a, f- a few things wrong there, but look, every the, the great thing about this business is you're never really wrong because it's an opinion-based business. Right? Like so my opinion is my opinion. The only time my opinion is wrong is in marriage. Right? When I'm in an argument with my wife, <laughs> then it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. I'm just wrong. You're wrong. You're just, wrong, just wrong in the yeah. <laughs> After 19 years of being together, that's just uh that's what I've come to learn. Okay. It's like I can be right and miserable because I'm still wrong, 
Or I, I can, can be wrong and, and be happier. Just, just take the L and just keep go, it moving. Just go with the happy, man. Yeah. Just go. It's not worth it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Occasionally, my wife will show pity and be like, you know what? You're right. You're right. But, you yeah. know, uh-huh. I don't look for those. Right? It's like chasing uh, a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow. Yeah. It's a little bit like white men can't jump, right? With Rosie Perez when she was explaining that. Sometimes yeah, when you win, you really lose, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. you got to chase the Kwong. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, look. But yeah, as far as your. I, look, I think our opinions are right about Baker Mayfield. But uh, to your point. It's the number one pick in the draft, right? You led a team to a playoff win last year. Your expectations and standards should be held at a, at, at a higher view than Drew Locke. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I also think this, too, where the interesting thing about this draft in particular, you go back to the Baker Mayfield draft. We just got done talking about both Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. Those are two of the top three picks in their draft. And they have been complete disappointments. And so if you apply that to this year's draft – is this draft going to be uh, a draft where it's sneaky good? There are a couple of quarterbacks you didn't think were going to be that great, and they surprise, and they are better than we thought. Maybe, but you could have something similar to 2011 where quarterbacks are getting selected, 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 and most of them were duds outside of Cam Newton, and you had some non-quarterbacks that turned out to be studs that are being bypassed while the team's drafting a quarterback. We understand it's the most important position, but I think you also, you've got to be realistic at the same time, and you could be doing more harm than good by just blindly throwing a dart at the dartboard hoping that you hit a bullseye with the quarterback that you're drafting. Or you could say, we don't think it's in the cards right now. We're going to go with this non-quarterback stud who's probably going to help us a whole lot more. The question is, will a team like the Carolina Panthers do that when Matt Rule, this is make or break his season. So does he do what he thinks is right for the franchise or does he do what he thinks is right for him to stay employed? Self-preservation. Yeah. If you don't have it, you won't survive. Mm. The franchise will continue to thrive and move on without you. So you better try to save yourself. Do you think they make a Daniel Jones-type selection sixth overall, right? That's when Jones was selected. That's the pick that Carolina has. Do they go QB in the top ten? I hope they've been doing their due diligence. Um, but you got to get that that spot right. If you We've seen if you don't get that right, then it doesn't work. It doesn't That's work. That's true. That is right? true. And you can have success, but will it work fully? Look at Tennessee, the number one seed in AFC. They don't have a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. How dare you talk trash about Air Tannehill? Look, man, know? he wasn't good in Miami. He's almost good in 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 Tennessee. So it is what it is. Look, I'm 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 just speaking facts, man. Yeah. In 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 a league where guys are throwing four or five hundred yards and six seven touchdowns a game, when you get to the playoffs, you got to be able to score. Did you watch? Hey. Uh, Buffalo. Um, did you watch that playoff game? Oh, oh yeah, oh yes. I mean, that was. You think you could just wing that? No, no, absolutely not. But it goes back. We all know quarterbacks the most important position. 
We all get that. But if you go back to the 2011 draft, let's play a little game of who was better. <laughs> was it um, Blaine Gabbert, quarterback, who just re-upped with Tampa to back up Tom Brady, or or J.J. Watt? You know, obviously it's J.J. Watt by 10 miles. Jacksonville took Blaine Gabbert instead of J.J. Watt. Or who was better? Tyron Smith, who was a, a very good tackle, still with the Dallas Cowboys, or Christian Ponder, or Jake Locker. Those guys are out of the league. You know, so that's all I'm saying is you got to get the quarterback position right. I understand that. But you could be doing more harm than good by just trying to play a, a scratch-off lottery ticket, hoping that you actually found a quarterback yeah, when your the, odds are so long that you actually are. The difference is if you hit, that saves your career, that's your job. Right. Not your career, your job. That's right. So you want to hit. So you got to go for it. Because you know, even if you do get an edge rusher, mm-hmm. you're not going far without the signal caller. So you'll just be fired, and the team would have gotten a great edge rusher. Yeah. So when crazy. you're up against it, and what we say in the in the game is the writing's on the wall. Mm-hmm. You better do something to change what the, the words say. Yeah, I see. I hear what you're saying fully. Be- because you so can... if you apply that to Carolina, right? Let's apply it to them. Yeah. That's the best case scenario with what we're saying. So we know Matt Rule. Unless he turns it around, he's out. So are you putting your career? on the shoulders of Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis or whoever in the top 10? Yeah, because they don't have anything else to do. That That's your only hope. And it still might be, look at Matt Nagy last year. They took Justin Fields, and he struggled as a rookie. Played half the season, didn't have a great supporting cast. Matt Nagy was still out of a job. You got to try to get lightning in the bottle. Once you put yourself in a position like this, you got to just swing. You got to swing for the fences, man. And, you know, this is where it could apply to a GM also. But Matt Rule has final say. This is where it gets a little dicey, right? This is like the Bill O'Brien approach to general managing. Mm -hmm. When you have that head coach slash general manager, they are trying to win now. And that isn't automatically a bad thing, but you might be overly aggressive in the process of trying to win now and keep your job. Yeah, I, I mean, either that or you can just say, hey... We'll get this guy to get this guard, get this offensive guard. <laughs> Let's get this. <laughs> right? Let's get this middle linebacker who's a stud. Yeah. It, it, hey, listen, Denver is a good example of this. Mm-hmm. Think about Denver. So they went with Bradley Chubb. He's a very good player, still productive for them. They didn't draft Josh Allen. Probably should have, but uh, they didn't go in that direction. Uh, they, um, they, they didn't get Josh Rosen. That turned out to be a, a good move. They didn't draft either Justin Fields or Mac Jones. They went with the corner out of Alabama, Patrick Sertan. Good corner. Mm. Good corner. Get your fight. And Vic Fangio is out of a job. Yep. <laughs> and now that Nathaniel Hackett is there, they've traded for Russell Wilson. Crazy. And it is crazy how it worked out. I think about Brian Flores, too. I, I would love to hear from Brian Flores and Vic Fangio just based on the personnel moves of their former teams this offseason. Vic Fangio, if he's being completely honest, he's like he'd have to be like, now we get Russell Wilson, that I'm out of a job. And look at all the moves the Dolphins have made. Tyreek Hill, Teron Armstead. 
they've made some nice moves. That's a much better roster now after this offseason. Let me let me tell you how dysfunctional some franchises are. Okay? Let's start with Detroit. Mm-hmm. All right, you know how I feel about Detroit. Oh, I know, yeah. But they had an opportunity to be have the first pick in the draft. Now, the one thing I know about Detroit is they loved drafting players who played at Michigan or Michigan State. Mm-hmm. They love bringing free agents in who played at Michigan, Michigan State. Saw it with my own eyes. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Right? It was unbelievable how many of those people, uh, 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 players were on the roster. I was like, what is going on? This is like a second college team. Anyway, they had an opportunity to have the number one pick in the draft. What did they go out and do? They won a couple of games. They won a game. It's just one game. They they, they win a game. Right? They win a game. Now they don't have the number one pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Guess who's probably going to be the number one pick in the draft? It might be Hutchinson. It could possibly be Aiden Hutchinson. Could but, be. But what I'm saying to you is, you know prior to that game that this is a possibility, and you know you want to draft him. <laughs> you do know you want to draft him. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt, you know that's the guy you're going to draft. I know it. Everybody in the organization knows it. And you screw it up. (laughs) They still might get him. It's possible he doesn't go number one My whole thing about that statement you said is the word might. Might. Therein lies the problem with the decision making. So you're... You're upset. You're saying dysfunctional, no, a dysfunctional I, what, win. What I'm saying is it you hurt yourself. Yeah. Because you can't see hey. past now. Like you hurt yourself as an organization, as a franchise. You would love to have this kid. Well, the Jets did the same thing. They won a couple of games of late. Of course. No Trevor Lawrence, hello Zach Wilson. This is this is the problem. Like you got to understand like it's bigger than you know the right now of it all. And then if unless you have the right GM and coach in place to understand that, you're going to find yourself in these situations year in and year out. Hey man, I hear what you're saying, but you know well this even better than me. Those guys that are on the field, they don't care about next year. They I don't care about the draft. They might right. not even be there. They're going out and battling. You're right. You're right. So the onus is on the people making the decisions. Yeah. I think that's the only way it works if it's in like the quote-unquote organizational tank, Will which you, means we're getting rid of our good players so we're not good enough to win because they're going to go out there and fight to win. But it, but it's not even that situational. Like they they fought and clawed. <laughs> and like I'm like, what are y'all doing? Y'all know wh- that's the that's all that's the only language Dan Campbell speaks. That's it. They went out, and he's about biting it? kneecaps. He's not about you know lose it on purpose. They beat Green Bay, thirty-seven to thirty. That was a nice win at the end of the season. Yeah. For nothing. For, <laughs> you know, I don't know if it even mattered at that point with Jacksonville. It well, might have been wrapped up by. Well, then. let me let, let me see because they were two and ever. They were two and uh, what was that fourteen? Let's look and see. What, <laughs> it 
so stupid, man. I was like, <laughs> this, is, this is like a bizarro world, man. I think they should be blessed by the football gods, you know? I think Evan Neal needs to go number one overall to Jacksonville. Let's get some protection for get- Trevor Lawrence. And I might have a vested interest before Lent began on Evan Neal being the number one overall draft pick. That would work out well. And then the feisty, kneecap-biting Lions, who played the entire season out, won a couple of games, cost them the number one overall draft pick. They still end up with Aiden Hutchinson. Everybody goes home happy. Jacksonville lose, wins their last game. Right. And, and that didn't matter. Right. They had number one locked up. Because Detroit won. Right. That's the problem. <laughs> right, like, that's, that's the problem. You beat Green Bay. Green Bay didn't even care. Green Bay didn't even care. Yeah, because Rodgers didn't play the whole game. No, he didn't care. What, what, it was over for them. It was fine. Yeah. Right. And so now you go. You maybe, maybe not. Look at you, mad at winning. I no, it's not that. It's not that because that's not winning. That's yeah. Three, that's th- what you bring it full circle. Three that's and fourteen. You, that's not that's you that's winning. You winning an argument with your wife. Yeah, yeah. Three and fourteen <laughs> is not winning. You, you, you didn't win anything at three and fourteen. Like let's let's do. It's one thing to be like, oh, they're out there fighting and they're winning. That that's not a win. Three and three and fourteen is not a win. Yeah. You are losers. Now you <laughs> lost again. We'll see. I'm rooting for the Lions based on what you just explained. I'm rooting for them to get Aiden Hutchinson. I hope they don't. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, though. All right, coming up next. Man, two Goliaths in their respective sports and two very different approaches. We'll break it down. I'm Brian No, He's he from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Brian No, He's he from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, when you hear Don Brown bump back with some Slayer, does it get the juices flowing to maybe see him in concert with me at some point here, big man? Uh, Not even happen. a little? Never going to happen, bro. Really? Yeah, really. Man, I mean, we're, we're, yes, really. It's never going to happen. It's bad. Yeah, I'm not I about swear. to slam and sweat into anybody. I'm not. I'm, I'm good, man. 45 years old, man. Yeah, I hear you. There might be some uh, betting line that you're just so positive is going to happen. Maybe. Maybe that's the time I say, would you put a Slayer show on it? Would you put a Slayer show on it? See if I can sucker you in somehow. You mm. know, because I think it would. It would build your, it, uh, you know, expand your horizons. Really believe that. That should be the... The title of their next album. It's only a few Slayer. people Spend I would horizon. go see in concert. So anyway, that's they're not on the list. Or even, who's on the list? 
How uh, extensive is this list? I mean, you know, Adele, uh, Jay Z, uh-huh. uh Lamb of God. That's a given. Uh, Lauren Hill. Uh, <laughs> it's not, it's what not if uh, Crazy and Lazy get together for a no. you know, partial bone Mm-mm. show? Mm-mm. No. How about J. Cole? I've seen him in concert. J. Cole. I would do J. Cole. Um, Mary J. You know, it's very, it's very few. Like, I, uh, you know. Some old school flavor. I like it. Like it. Drake. I might go to a Drake concert. You can, Someone could twist your arm. Into no, I mean, I like Drake, Drake huh? though. I like Drake. Yeah. The accommodations have to be great, though. Like, I'm not, I need to be... <laughs> Look at comfortable you. at the concert. Like I, when we, when, when my wife and I, we go to concerts. We 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 can put our elbow on the stage. Just FYI. Look at you. Look, look at this. I call you the big man. You're not supposed to be the, the bougie big man over here. Why? If my elbow is not on the stage, not interested. We flew to London to see Adele's last show. Wow. And I had to move my glass because she almost stepped on it when she was walking. <laughs> <laughs> right, like. Uh. Man, Wimbledon Stadium, like I, I, I mean, it, it, it was amazing. It was amazing. I would imagine, yeah, I would absolutely imagine that. So was that amazing. whole stadium of ninety-eight thousand people Man, for one person might... singing on the stage with a microphone—it's crazy. It's unbelievable. I mean, not not to discredit a band I love, which is Slayer, of course. I mean, I even me as a metalhead. Going from Adele nearly knocking over your drink to uh, you know a general admission Slayer show that that's a bit of a general admission. What is? Yeah, what general is admission. That's the only way to see a metal show. We don't do seats over here. You well, make your why, own seat. Yeah, well, well, that's why we're, we're. I'm not. I don't want to do that. I want to enjoy myself. <laughs> I'm not there to work. <laughs> Right, I'm not there to uh-huh. work. I, I'm not no, there to get sweaty. You got to box out for rebounds and to per, get positioning and, and at the metal show. No, man, I'm going to relax, man. Relax. And, and that's what we do. We we when we go to shows, we relax. We sit. We relax. We enjoy ourselves. R E L A X. You know, I think that is the perfect segue right now because when this man graces the airwaves, <laughs> I know both you and I. We just we relax. It's like a VIP to a. To a concert, right? That's right. Every time he, every time he speaks, yeah. And he, you have to move your drink so he doesn't trip over it <laughs> while he delivers another award-winning sports update. That is a friend of America, Mister Steve Desager. So you'll be having Ephraim join you in the mosh pit, is what you're yeah. basically saying. I mean, he sounds like he's opposed to it. No, Steve. I'm not going to do that, Steve. Yeah, he's not blocking anymore. No, I'm a grown. He's man. hung out the cleats. That will not be occurring. Well, Tiger Woods, we all thought he was going to be hanging it up as far as playing at the Masters again. Remember, this is this weekend, his first official tournament since the single car accident in February of 2021, which damaged his right leg. Very good first round. And then there was today. Third round, 78 for Woods. He's seven over par, tied for 41st place on his last three holes. He had two bogeys and a double fogey. This was Woods' worst score in 93 career rounds at Augusta. And still, it's an accomplishment that he even made the cut. Scotty Scheffler leads the Masters by three strokes. He's nine under par. 
to Major League Baseball. The Dodgers are tied at Colorado 1-1 in the bottom of the fifth. Braves got their World Series rings before tonight's game. They are shutting out the Reds 2-0 in the top of the seventh inning. The late game is underway. Scoreless in the second. That's the Astros and Justin Verlander against the Angels and Noah Syndergaard. For the Mets, Pete Alonso a grand slam in the fifth. It's now Mets 4-0, leading in the bottom of the seventh at Washington. St. Louis is Nolan Arenado with a 4-for-4 day and a 6-2 win over Pittsburgh. Cubs shut out Milwaukee and Brandon Woodruff 9-0. The Yankees-Boston game was on FS1. The Yanks didn't have much offense, but they hit two two-run homers for a victory over the Red Sox, 4-2. Anthony Rizzo and Giancarlo Stanton with the home runs. In fact, Stanton's home run... He's homered in six straight games head-to-head against Boston. Kansas City in 10 innings beat the Cleveland Guardians one to nothing. Get used to the nickname. In the NBA, just four games tonight in progress. Golden State in the lead late first half at San Antonio, 47-36. to The regular season ends tomorrow. The Warriors are third in the Western Conference, only half game up on Dallas. Last night's technical foul against Dallas star Luka Doncic was rescinded. Philadelphia sent Indiana to a ninth straight loss, 133-120. to Joel Embiid, 41 points, 20 rebounds. This was the first 40-20 game in the NBA this season. Wow. The late game will have the Clippers hosting Sacramento in just a couple minutes. Clippers are eighth in the West. They'll have one of the playing games that start on Tuesday night when the Clippers face Minnesota. NASCAR's Cup Series race is on FS1 right now for Martinsville after a little rain at the beginning. They are through roughly 100 of the 400 laps. Chase Elliott still in the lead. William Byron is running second. There was an MLS game today. Pennsylvania, the Philadelphia team won at 1-0 because they scored in the second minute of the game on an own goal. That was it. In fact, if you look at the video, it was a lob shot to the goalie of the losing side, Columbus, and he backpedaled and bobbled and dropped it. And with the backpedaling, he was sort of facing his own goal. So... He dropped the shot right into his own goal and then was probably thinking for the next 90 minutes, that's not going to be deciding the game. Yes. Yes, it is going to be deciding the game, actually. one nothing the final. Yeah. Well, women's World Cup qualifiers are this summer for the U.S. Their Women's uh, World Cup is down under next year. So there's an exhibition tonight for the U.S. women in Columbus, Ohio. They faced mighty Uzbekistan. Final score, U.S. women 9-1. to one. Oh. U.S. women have extended a home unbeaten streak to 66 matches. They've gone 59-0 and with seven ties over this long span. Back to you. Good stuff, Steve. Brian, though, and Ephraim Salam with you here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, that was just a, a plethora of goodness right there. The first 40-20 game in the NBA this season for Joel Embiid. I don't, where's he going to finish in the MVP race? Because it seems like it's going to be Jokic that's going to win. He could finish, I think, second. But it's possible he could finish third behind Jokic and Giannis having the season he's had. Yeah, that is possible. Yeah, Yeah, Giannis is quietly, not really quietly, but he's been on a tear. He has been. He's been just nasty. What a a season for the big men, huh? Remember, it it wasn't that long ago where, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, these these big men, they're not what they used to. Uh, uh, Look at the 2021-22 season. You know, let's reevaluate that because Jokic and Bede and Giannis are doing work. They're going to be one, two, three in the MVP race. That's going to be – I love that. As a former big man, I I, I, I mean, 
It was great. It's beautiful. It's evolved, yeah. right? Like it's not back to the basket, dump it into the post the way it used to be. Um, but you still see how big men can dominate the NBA in a different way. I, I don't know if it was just a shock to see big shooting from the outside and it's like, whoa. But I think there was a great overreaction to that. How about this? We were talking about two Goliaths in their respective sports and two very different approaches. Think about Tiger Woods at the Masters, LeBron James, the end of the season for the Lakers. So Tiger, who, by the way, I love this story. He isn't wearing Nike golf cleats. He is wearing foot joys. And he said before the Masters tournament began, he said, I have very limited mobility right now. Just with the rods and plates and screws that are in my leg, I needed something different, something that allowed me to be more stable. That's what I've gone to. So he's using different shoes because of his bad right leg that was injured in that car crash. Tiger shot six over. He shot a 78 in round three. Put the Nikes back on. That was the worst round in his career, right? Foot joys will do it to you. Yes. And he's still going to be out there battling tomorrow. Even though he's got a noticeable limp, and you can see it, big man. You even saw it. Oh, yeah. Like, his health is deteriorating. He's going to be out there. He's not going to have the LeBron mentality of, oh, we're not going to win this year. Therefore, let me just pack it in. LeBron packed it in with a sprained ankle. You've got Tiger out there limping around after a six over 78 on Saturday with rods, plates, and screws completing his round, like completing the tournament. You got to see it through. That's what you should do. You should see it to the very end. Well, that's what, that's what being professional is, especially you making the type of bread you're making. You know, the professional athletes, especially basketball players are making now. Come on, man, just play. Yeah. It's just basketball, man. It's just basketball. Not going out there tackling or hitting. It's just basketball. And just to see guys, you know, dressed in in, in their finest on the sidelines, cheering yeah. and eating and, and laughing it up, it, it's just sad. You know, yeah. it, it really is. It's sad. I mean, you could even make that argument now that they've been eliminated. It shouldn't be like that. But certainly before they're eliminated, it can't be like that. No. And I just don't think there was a sense of urgency. I know it wasn't a sense of urgency this year uh, for the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah. I I know that. uh, By the way, I'm curious what you think about this. If I shift it to the NFL on you, I've said that you might see history repeating this season. We saw that last year, right? I think that the Rams were a similar version to Tampa the year before. There were a lot of similarities with, hey, Tampa upgraded with Tom Brady and the Rams upgraded with Matthew Stafford and then other things played out. They both played the Super Bowl in their home stadium, just weird things like that. So the Rams were basically Tampa of last year, Mm -hmm. right? So what could happen this upcoming season? I've got two to throw at you. One's a new one. I was thinking about this. Could the Ravens be this season's version of the 49ers last year. Well, think about that. The Niners a couple of years ago, they were the walking wounded. Injuries galore. Then they had a bad record. Didn't make the playoffs. That was similar with the Ravens. They had all kinds of injuries, lost their last five games, didn't make the playoffs. With better injury health, could you see the Ravens maybe on the path of the 49ers where let's say they don't even win their division. They get in as a wild card, 
but they make some noise. They make it all the way to Championship Sunday. Could you see the Ravens being this year's version of the Niners I, last I could. Year? I could. That is, that is very possible. I mean, they have a dynamic player at the quarterback position, and this day and age, that helps. Mm-hmm. That, that definitely helps your case when you're trying to uh, make a, a big jump from season to season like that. So, yeah, they definitely have the, uh, the possibilities uh, of, of doing that. They can get healthy. Yeah. And Lamar can continue to grow. Then I, I definitely believe they can. I do, too. I think it could happen. I know you don't like the other one. The Raiders. Could they be this season's version of That's what right, we saw it, from Arizona last year. Is the Super where is the Super Bowl there next year? This this where's the Super Bowl? Oh man, I should know. Where Glen, is the Super Bowl? Glendale. Glendale. Ah, uh, yeah. And oh, then so, and then Vegas. Okay, then Vegas. All right. Then so yeah, then based on you know the offseason so far for them and the immaturity uh-huh. of their quarterback, their signal caller, yeah. I don't see it happening for them. Mm-hmm. Um, those other two guys who who did it, Matthew and 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 Tom, are buttoned up. Yeah, they're professional. Well, I think I would compare the Raiders to the Arizona Cardinals of last season, mm-hmm. where Arizona was picked by many to finish last in a loaded division. Well, they finished second. They got to eleven wins. They got into the playoffs. Didn't even win one playoff game. Actually, got wrecked in that playoff game against the Rams. Could the Raiders do that? In a loaded division, there are a lot of people who think they're going to finish last, not be a playoff team. Could they somehow win enough games? Let's say it's 10. Let's say it's 11 games. Anything is possible. They get into the playoffs and they don't even win a playoff game. I absolutely think they could be the Arizona Cardinals of this season. Anything is possible. Yeah. You know, they upgraded. They really did. They they went out and they're they're trying to make it better. They just happened to not have the best or the third, second, yeah, or first best quarterback. But they have the talent. So yeah. I wouldn't put anything past them. Okay. Enough of the Raider hate, okay? That Raider offense is going to cook. <laughs> I mean, do you want to recreate that drop right there, big man? You want to say those same words? But- well, that Raider offense is going to simmer. <laughs> uh, at least close enough. At least, at least yeah. it's on the fire. Yeah, close enough. They got a shot, man. All right, coming up next. I think it's a very tricky decision for a couple of teams. We'll see if the big man thinks the same thing. I'm Brian No, He's E from Salam. This is Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Brian No, 
He's he from Salam here on Fox Sports Radio. You know, I got to tell you, Don Brown, our technical producer extraordinaire, he mentioned no smut on his rep in just normal everyday conversation. You know? What? Yeah, I really never hear that in uh, everyday conversation. He did say smut, you know? And I was proud of him. Of course, that's the <laughs> one of the lyrics in the Nipsey Hustle song that you just heard right there. But it was just like, you know, like he would say any other sentence. I was like, wow, man, he worked that in very gracefully. Okay, I see you. I see, right? you. I see you, Don. <laughs> now, I think this is a tough decision. My spidey sense says you might disagree with this. I think it's a tough decision for the New Orleans Pelicans to activate Zion Williamson here at the end of the season with him outplaying at all, all season long. And we're going to activate him here maybe for the play-in, maybe if we sneak into the playoffs. I think that's really, really tough. Yeah, to yeah, no, it's over now. You don't do it now. Okay. You I thought he, you were going the other way on no, that. No, what one. I'm saying is he missed a whole year. Yeah, right. It's over now. Yeah. Over there looking like a, uh, he ate a linebacker. It's over. <laughs> it was a whole year. Been in the league two years. <laughs> what is he doing? This was uh, back on March 22nd. The Instagram story, like the between the legs, athletic dunk. Like, What's the deal with that? Where he hadn't been cleared um, for weight-bearing exercises at that point, and the next day the Pelicans cleared him for one-on-one. Um, so what do you think about this, I don't know, this tug-of-war between Zion and the organization? It I, I think like. he wants out, um, but he hasn't proven himself. Yeah. Like, where, where you want out to? I don't know it, what he know, wants. I mean, what's going yeah. on, man? It's yeah. a lot of baby in these kids. I mean, he's been a superstar since he was 12 years old. So it's a lot of baby in these kids. So they get it, they get a bunch of money. He got $100 million before he even put a jersey on, before he got drafted. Yeah. Now, if we shift it to the Nets, Steve Nash has been saying this, where he's like, yeah, I'd be shocked if Ben Simmons is back for the end of the regular season. Of course, that won't happen or the play-in tournament. And he's like, I don't even know about the playoffs either. If we qualify, the guy hasn't played all season long. So what do you think about the Nets decision as they're trying to figure out what they do with Ben Simmons? Let's say that he's he's cleared, but is the voice in the back of your head saying, uh, do we go for it? What do you, What's your approach to that if that's the scenario? No. No, I, I, I mean... I, I, he would help you. He would definitely help mm-hmm. you just on the defensive front if he can move. I mean, I don't know why he he can't move. He hasn't done anything for two years or a year. Like it, it to me, it just it is. It, I I can't understand it, man. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Now he's in arbitration, trying to get twenty million back. Bro, you haven't. What are you talking about? Yeah, twenty million back for what? Yeah, that, hey, yeah, <laughs> he hasn't played. Dude, you didn't do anything. Or they sent me home. What? You said you didn't want to play. Yeah, you sent yourself home. They didn't send you home. No, you could have played. So I, you look, man. Like I said, what, Ben Simmons, twenty-five years old. Yeah, got it. It's just you know, ten plus years in front of him. If he it's, wants it's it, it's just not. Uh, 
I doubt if he gets there. I really do. Mm. The mental toughness it takes yeah. to play or be a professional athlete is like nothing else, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, there was um that reminds me of Gronk. Gronk earlier this week. He did an interview with TMZ and he said, you can't just be 50%. You got to be fully dedicated and he's not ready to do that yet. Um, I, I respect that. You know, that it absolutely takes being 100% all in, especially in a sport like football. But I would still apply that to basketball. If you're just going through the motions, yeah, what's the bro, point? you're not going to survive that way. No, it's impossible. It's impossible. So until yeah. you're ready to step up and, 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 and be full go. Stop blaming your back. Stop blaming your like. It's just basketball, man. Look, bro, like on for real, it's just basketball. Mm-hmm. You're not curing cancer. You're not changing the world. It's just basketball. They don't even need you to shoot. You know, I've just got to go play defense. I've got to take you to uh, the non-sports realm here, just for a second, because I know you're a music guy. We've talked a little bit about music tonight. I want your opinion on this. So there was somebody here, an artist, Sammy Switch. He was trying to uh, claim plagiarism from Ed Sheeran. He said he's ripping off his song. Now you tell me if this is a ripoff here, big man. This is first off the Sammy Switch portion that he thought was ripped off. Okay? Mm -hmm. And this is the Ed Sheeran song. You call ripoff there? Yes. You do? It's the same thing. <laughs> Let me hear it one more time. It's the same thing. All right, here's the first version from Sammy. And here's Ed. Sharon just sped it up. All he did was speed it up. That's it. The beat, too. The same thing. Now, this is what blows my mind. The judge ruled that Sammy Switch and his team needed to prove that Ed Sheeran had listened to his oh song. God. Otherwise, the similarities would just be a coincidence. That was the ruling. It's impossible. Exactly. It's impossible. How do you prove that one way or the other? Unless he said, just incriminates you know himself. You know what? I would have said I heard him. I heard him. I, I saw him listening to it. <laughs> can't prove. You can't prove <laughs> you can't I didn't. Prove that either, right? Yeah. Can't prove I didn't. I would have just <laughs> threw it out there. <laughs> Oh, no, no, I, I was there. I heard him listening to it. <laughs> I can't believe that's the that's standard crazy. of proof. That's crazy, man. Crazy. Oh, Lord. I guess that's the... Remember when Vill- Vanilla Ice oh, ripped yeah. off the Ice Ice Baby? Was that the standard of proof right there? Like, they no, had to prove I, it. He, I, heard, he I, heard the Queen song? No, he, it was just like... Theirs goes din 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 din, and mine goes din 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 din. bong, fail. Was it Bowie? Whoever, good show. Have a good night, everybody. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.